Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Good evening, Malcolm Blight, David Wildey. Moving house, use a team that's easy and affordable. Budget car and truck rental, 132727. Get on the road faster, 132727. As a welcome, the great man, Malcolm Blight. Bloody, how are you? How's your day been? Uh, David, good night. Yeah, played a bit of golf. Uh, I didn't play very well, but enough to win the chocolates. That's all uh, that counts. Our, our group, yeah, it was a competitive game. Um, I must say, uh, when I got off the golf course, that the noise about the Essendon Football Club and what Port Adelaide did to them, both the teams in Adelaide course, both the Crows and the Power, had pretty solid wins. I thought the Port Adelaide won uh, Essendon. With, you, you did the I game. I called the game, game, did both games on the weekend, but I, I think Essendon's performance and their effort was perhaps the weakest I've seen all year, yeah, given the well. talent they had in the park. A lot of the guys didn't try. It was like, um, I said in the in the commentary, it's like a training drill, witches' hats, uh, Port did what they like. And, and full marks to Port, you can only play against who yep, you're playing absolutely. against. But they were awful. And uh, I said after the game to Mark Bickley, I reckon Ben Rutten's in trouble because you cannot have a performance like that. Uh, he looked like a deer in the headlights too at the press conference, and I don't blame him. He wouldn't have seen it coming they got too many players, I reckon, pick and choose when to go. And Peter Wright, who was in all-Australian contention, 49, he kicked his 50th goal. He ducked his head a few times. He felt the Aaliyah was behind him when he wasn't and uh, dropped a couple of marks. They were pathetic. But but what it does, it makes a spicy showdown next week. Adelaide one win behind. I thought Adelaide were only okay, did enough to yeah. win, but weren't great. Yeah, that... And what's happened today, of course, Paul Brasher, the president of Essendon, has now stepped down, as we now know, and David Barham, uh, the guy I used to work for at Channel 10 yeah. all those uh, years ago when he was in I think Brasher was going in here, wasn't he? In I the, think so, yeah. Um, he stood so. down. And obviously the talks about Ben Rutten. You know, you know, I find it interesting. There is one game to go. What, is, what would Essendon Football Club achieve with sacking, sacking a coach with one game to go? I think what they might do is try and pick up Clarkson now if they might have, may put out a call to Clarkson if they get him. But the word on the weekend was he's, he's going to sign with North Melbourne for five years. That was a very, very strong word. In fact, yeah. people said it's a done deal. Yeah. I, I wonder if he has signed it or hasn't signed it. But it, it certainly does throw a different light at Essendon, doesn't it? I mean, they, they look okay to me on paper, don't they? Did, oh, they, they're, yeah. they're better than um, yeah. what happened now. 84 points. They looked like they did not want to be there. It really was embarrassing. So um, the Crows did what they had to do. They got their third win up in on the trot. A lot of players didn't play as well as the previous two weeks, but once again, they found a way. Dawson, very good. Fogarty, good. Taylor Walker did some nice things. Um, they had a few guys that contributed, but wasn't they weren't as sharp. And full marks to North Melbourne, they came in at a go. Yeah, David Giniaki, I told you oh. to play. Is that, that, that's an outstanding – in a losing team, he was a – To half time, oh. and you saw the game, yeah. that was as good a, oh, yeah. a midfielder's performance I yeah. think I've ever seen. Yep. Yeah. Well, certainly in the top five or ten.
Yeah. The half, he had 20 odd positions. Yeah. And Simkin? Yeah, Simkin. I mean, Jason Horn Francis sadly didn't play in the game. We know that. Um, so, uh, yeah, and Big Goldstein, who we, we talked about last week, was a good competitive with uh, yeah. with Lloyd Albert. So, look, they did it. Um, I, I did, a couple of blokes said to me today that um, Matthew Nix's comments regarding, you know, that's really like finals footy and that's what they want to be like. And, and they said, oh, hang on, they've just paid the 17th and 18th teams. I, I didn't actually see it like that. Finals performance. Yeah. No. I mean, well, I mean, you've got to say something, I guess, and they've won three in a row, which is great for them. But, I, yeah, no, not when you take on 17th and 18th. I, I think those words should be used, David, when you play someone near the top of the ladder. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you asked have they made improvement if they win, win next week. They certainly have from last year. There'd be nine wins. Yeah. They haven't been belted too many times this year. No, they? I reckon they've been better. Percentage a bit better. Better, yeah. Yeah, I reckon they've been better. And and I meant six or seven weeks ago, I uh, just mentioned there were few of them were just line balling out. I reckon a few of them have improved. There's probably five or six or seven of those youngsters. Another preseason. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? You talked about the Port Adelaide and Adelaide moving up and down the ladder and I passing said next each other. Year. Yeah, I said June next year. So yeah, I reckon Port. No, I reckon Port Adelaide is still got some burst. I reckon the crows still should continue, continue up. up too. Yeah, yeah. You'd like to see them improve. And it depends on who they get. If they can pick up a couple of players, another Dawson, uh, a bit more oh. talent in the get Rochelle fit and firing, and uh, you never know if Sloan Seedsman. I mean, they, they, Port were almost full strength on the weekend, except for perhaps Lysett was uh, their big miss. Now I, th- this is. I've heard this today. Now, you know I love my numbers. I heard today there is a final eight, right, that could possibly be. You know how many combinations oh, could occur? Permutations. Permutations in the last round. There's, there's round coming yep. up, round 23 in 2022. Yep. There are a number of combinations that can happen and the outcome of each game this next weekend. And do you want to have a guess at how many combinations there could be? Well, there's... So what are we, nine games, or probably only seven games, probably shape it. Seven by, oh, I reckon they're 120? More. More. 250? Pretty good. 288 exact combinations. Wow. I heard a, a, a scientist and a numerologist talk about it today. So, yeah, how's that? 288 combinations. Brutal. Amazing. It, it, it really will come down. Richmond are going to be okay, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, a game that won't shape it, but I'm looking forward to it. A lot of spice, as I said, because uh, they want bragging rights over summer. Here's Tom Jonas on the showdown. Yeah, I don't think there's any such thing as a dead rubber when it comes to a showdown. There's um, a huge amount of pride on the line. There's essentially bragging rights around the state. Um, yeah, you walk around with your chest puffed out. I mean, when you walk into Port Adelaide, you learn about the history and the tradition behind the club and behind the showdown, um, and that's why it counts for so much. What's put words in your mouth that do you feel you own one for last time? Uh, whether you've won a few on the trot or not, you always feel like you want to win the next one, but certainly we are on the wrong end of it last time, and um, we want to make amends for that for sure. Yeah, Tommy Jonas, um, it's going to be a big, Jeez. big game. And they, they bet Essendon played Port into form. <laughs> yes. They really did. <laughs> And this is the 52nd one. It'll be mentioned 400 times during the week. And Port had won yeah, uh, 26 and Adelaide 25, hey, which we finally got right. Shout out to Jeremy Finlayson. I thought he's clearly oh, best on ground. Gee, whiz, what a game. And uh, the three-quarter time, I thought of Lear's effort on right outstanding, oh. watching a defender. But, gee, Finlayson's been good. He's like the fifth, fourth or fifth midfielder. Once he's done the ruck work, he's down there at uh, ground level. Now, we know they've got Scott Lysett. So, and they've got a couple of other younger players. 
is, is Finlayson the one going forward? If he plays like that next year, bit of forward pocket, back up Ruckman. Yeah, and they'll probably keep Dixon yeah. posted at full forward and use the other are two. They, are they too tall then? Uh, we've got George Yardis. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be tough, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, just uh, as an aside, um, Mark Rusciuto popped into our box. Graham Corns did his first game for 15 years. Oh, all right. Had a great chat with Rue, and you, and you see this is taking its toll, and he's one of the greats. I know you spoke with him. I know Cornsy has too, and uh, uh, I, yeah, I just feel for him. You see, he bleeds for the club. He's trying to do everything, and I said, have you spoken, come out and spoken in length of meat? He said, no. He said, that whatever I say is going to have fuel poured on top of the fire. He said, doesn't matter. You're going to, if half agree with me and half don't, he said, I'm, he's just keeping out of it. But you can see he's hurt, and and does bleed for the club. And I know you had a, a good chat with him, and Cornsy wrote a good article in the Sunday Mail yesterday. Yeah, he did. And, I mean, if, if, if anyone believes that, that he knew every single solitary item that went into that whole process of a camp, it's absolute garbage. I mean, you just don't know it. And if you don't understand that, don't say anything. Just get out of it. You know what I mean? I, I mean, Mark Rusciuto is a, is a great man. He's a great football person. Yeah, you, and he's a you great, trust with him too. Oh, you? mate. He, 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 I mean, he's doing this out of love for the people yeah. and the club, everyone, everyone, everything he does. So just get off his back. I mean, I, I, I hope it just goes away now. And let the board, John Olsen and yeah. the board, carry on and try and keep the club steered in the direction they're going. He made one point. Um, he said Rory Sloan is probably the most honest guy he knows. Like, mm. you know, he's somebody yeah. too honest. And he was there too. Rory was yeah, in, yeah. The, in amongst that. And he, he said, you know, I believe Rory too. He said a lot of people had different versions. And that's the problem. There's eight different versions of the, the one event. Yeah, sadly there is. Some and, got and, hurt, some didn't. And, yeah, no, and, and, and rightly so. I mean, it's, it, it's that person's opinion on how they receive something. So, yeah, but anyhow, to say that Mark Rusciuto and or the board knew everything that was going to happen, it's just yeah. a folly. It's just it's it's ludicrous and it's stupid and it's naive if you think it. Yeah, love the roo. Um, we got Dennis Pagan coming up shortly too. Dennis Ooh. Pagan with his horse training and they had their twenty fifth reunion North Melbourne recently, so we'll talk to him about that. Now, for your chance to win a corporate box experience for you and a mate at the Adelaide Oval, enter at Icanwin.com.au. Sports day for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, Dennis Pagan. Um, he's a super coach, wasn't he? When you look oh, at his fantastic, record. yeah. And oh, you spoiled the party. They won 96 and 99 in 98. Uh, 97, 98, were we? Yeah. And they were, they were a raging favourite, 98. Uh, oh, yeah, they were. And also, don't forget they played in four or five preliminary finals with, during and, that era. Remember a couple of things at grand final. Mark Rashid, I think, in the first quarter, kicked a goal almost on the siren to give you a goal. Ben Hart played a terrific first half. Did he ever? And they kicked six fifteen. I still remember that scoreline half time six fifteen four three. Yeah, we put so a lot of went out of it. No, we put a lot of pressure on them from the front because the Pagans yeah. panicked in that stage. Mate, you did a very very good job, and uh, yeah, the rest is history. Uh, Kia Top Seven, Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV Six and Kia Sport Edge Car of the Year, and also Adelaide Auto Four by Four, fifteen percent off your first purchase. Adelaide Auto get fifteen percent off your first purchase until September thirty. Okay. Uh, Blighty's top seven. I might I might just throw a couple in here too, but let's, let's do your Kia top okay. seven. Okay. My seventh is uh, in the Kia top seven. Crows, three in a row. Doesn't happen very often since uh, it's been a couple of years since they've done that. I've gone on one of your – seems like every club we talk about you've been a part of. I went Geelong, I think, 12 on the trot. Mm, Unbelievable. And they went to Metricon. I mean, they were the better of the round. Gold Coast are never going to beat Geelong. Yeah, well done. 
No, number six, the Kia top seven, Richmond are lurking. Richmond are lurking. Do you reckon Martin will come back? He, I, they said he should be ready for the first week of the finals. Gee, it's been a long, this little yeah. hamstring's been about six weeks. So that's weeks. this week's game, then the bye, and then, so three weeks to go. So you put him straight back in, don't you? Oh, I think so. Oh, I've gone something different. I thought Jeremy Finlayson's game, Blighty was <laughs> no, outstanding. Was and yeah. Port Adelaide were two eighty-four point victors. But, hey, hats off. He had his, uh, a lot of problems with his wife pre-season. Yeah. And he's done a great job. Well done, Jeremy. Yeah, good on you. And I've got one. Don't, not many people do this now, but my Kia top seven, number five, is Tom Lynch, eight goals. Always hard to do in this comp. Well, I had him down there. Gee, he's a, he's hard to stop, isn't he, when he puts his hands up. Marks at the highest point. Wonderful player. I had West Adelaide pushing my team, North Adelaide, oh, within a goal. Yeah, I got to, I didn't, I Well, you spoke to Brad Goff just last week, didn't he? He said they're playing better, West Adelaide. They're playing a lot better. Yeah. Well done to Brad Gotch. Yeah. Well done to the Bloods. My number four, 114 goals between Jeremy Cameron and Tom Hawkins. Now you that, is, that is a really good effort. You asked the question off here, could Jeremy Cameron win a Brownlow? Well, he's yeah. had some great games. I, I reckon he's got five or six threes. And they don't have a lot of standouts no, Geelong, do they? No, because Dangerfield has had the no, year. No, and the midfield hasn't been scintillating or workmanlike. Like. Just think, just remember who said it first. I think you'll poll well. 18, yeah, I could see him getting 18, but I don't think that's enough to win. Maybe if it's a lay bait. You know, there might be that three, four, five, or that stupid six I said might equal each other. Yeah, I thought the I've got the Melbourne-Carlton game, really enjoyed that. That was finals footy, wasn't it? Like yeah. uh, when I see the Port Bombers to that. I thought that was really good for football. My number three in the queue, top seven, Port Adelaide. It was a great win. Forget who they played for a minute. As you said, they can only play who they play. But I thought it was a really good acknowledgement that they were bubbly. Ken Hinckley's going to get the gig next year. David Koch said that. And I thought it was looked a really happy team. I've got the young fella, Winhag, won the Rising Star. Oh, yeah. Now, he's just been announced Rising Star. Well done yeah. to him. Had the job on Lockie Neal, but not only did he, he sort of um, – Bring him down a, a peg, but he had over twenty possessions himself, didn't he? The young he, fella, he did indeed. Played very well, he did indeed. So David. I thought he's right up there. And the other one for me, number two, is Geelong favourites, deserved favourites for the flag. Yeah, we yeah. flip around. I haven't got a number two. I'm waiting for a number one for you. All right, my number one, David, is M Blight. Nine out of nine winners <laughs> in the AFL. You can't have your own. Yes, you can. <laughs> That's my number one, oh, nine from nine. Well, you can MB. have it. Well, what's the difference? You can't blow your own or pump your own tyres. Well, I'm only talking facts here. Yeah, well, let I, me I do it. I, I think a lot of people out there did too also, David. But and you I'm, know what happened? I, we replayed the tape. Yeah, I know. We both picked Port and you said, oh, I want Port. We're going to, I said, all right, I'll take one for the team. Oh, I didn't think I'd take one for 80, <laughs> the tune of 84 points. It was unbelievable. David, you're a man of your own. What are you going to do? Whatever you like. Lumo SA, um, powering local footy and fans in South Australia, switched to Lumo SA today. Malcolm Blight, nine from mine. That is unbelievable. We are going to take a break. Then the supercoach of 25 years ago will join us, Dennis Pagan. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day say Malcolm Blight and David Woody for weeks. Weeks homes discovered different. And also tyre power. Think safety this August. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local tyre power. Well, North Melbourne had their 25-year reunion, reunion uh, recently, I think last week or just over a week, Blighty. And um, 
It was a year out because of COVID. That's right, yeah. But we thought we'd speak with a super coach and uh, he's a good friend of ours too in Dennis Pagan and Dennis George. Now, hi, Dennis, how are you? Yeah, good evening, David. Hope you're going well. We are going well. Um, when you have a reunion, uh, see all the boys again, uh, I know the stories get bigger and better, but uh, what was it like? You enjoy it? Yeah, look, it was... Uh, uh, um, we started off, there was a legendary uh, um, property steward, Orb Devlin, who yeah. passed away. So we had a... You would have known him, Malcolm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, um, he passed away or some 18 months ago, and because of COVID, we were going to spread... Uh, his ashes, and we had to wait 18 months. So we had a memorial service for him in the morning, and uh, you know a lot of people connected with the club came, including the um, premiership players. Um, then we went to a hotel for some lunch, um, had a few drinks. Uh, some had a, more than a few drinks, but <laughs> quite enjoyable. <laughs> um, quite enjoyable. Um, I, I snuck off pretty early, and uh, um, next day was at the um, Marvel Stadium where they had a uh, um, a, a car, cavalcade of cars and uh, just some photos of that taken of the, the uh, uh, premiership players and um, pretty much uh, a few drinks in the afternoon as well. So it was an enjoyable weekend and um, the words sort of ring in your ears what Tommy Hafey used to say, uh, when the drink's in, the brain's out. And maybe, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you... And um, when you look back, Dennis, twenty-five to drink. <laughs> twenty-five years. Um, it seems a long while. You've done a lot since. You're horse trainer. You're real estate. You've done uh, plenty of other stuff. Does it seem a long while ago, or sometimes it does? Sometimes it think seem like yesterday. No, it seems, David. It seems an eternity. You know, sometimes I think I was ever involved in football, but that's how long ago. And then I watch a game on football and I get all excited by it and uh, uh, just move forward. So. I think I'm, I'm a great believer in uh, keep on the move and see so many people, you know, around my age and people that I know are falling off the perch and you think to yourself, um, you know, talk about retiring. Um, there was an article in the paper on Saturday morning of Darren Hinch um, and he talked about his father retiring at 62 and he said all he was doing was sitting in God's waiting room. So yeah. I didn't want that. I'd rather be doing something productive and uh, whatever happens, happens. Oh, I couldn't agree more, Dennis. Couldn't agree more. Now, you've coached the most games for the North Melbourne Football Club, 240. He's the coach of the team of the century, which is a star-studded team. And I must say, looking at the 96 premierships is what we're talking about and the reunion was about, Dennis, is Glenn Archer won the Norm Smith and Wayne Carey won the best and fairest and kicked the most goals, 82 goals. They're just household names in the world of football, aren't they? Those two great players. Oh, gee, look, we had a very good team in 96, and very even across the board. And, you know, um, the Normson Vettel could have gone to one of half a dozen players, yeah. I believe. I think in those days, I think they used to just about uh, get their votes just before three-quarter time. I think, you know, Corey McKernan had 29 possessions as a, a ruckman. He played really well. Wayne Swass, Anthony Stevens. Um, you know, there were Anthony Rock was outstanding. So it could have gone to Wayne Carey. could have gone to any one of those, but... Uh, it just bears testimony to the, the amount of talent we had in that side. Yeah. Now, with North Melbourne being obviously going through some stuff now, we know all that, and they'll get out of it and get on with it uh, shortly. Have you ever been invited back to talk to the group uh, since in, in the last 25 years? I know you coached for a lot longer than that uh, after the premiership, but have you ever been invited back just to talk a little bit about the history of your time at the club? Um, yes. Or maybe uh, eight years ago, I spoke to the first-year players, and 
Um, just recently, I, I made a presentation to Brent Harvey on behalf of the club for uh, achieving Hall of Fame status. Uh, that was really interesting. And uh, um haven't spoken to the players too many times, um, but I've been back and a lot of changes to the place. And you think of when you played there, Malcolm, the... Uh, um, the, the conditions that we played under, you, you couldn't recognise them now. And I'm a great believer in the, the greatest asset any organisation can have are the people who work there. doesn't make any difference to me whether we've got a, a, a fancy gym. I think in those days, I think you'd put your foot down hard, you'd fall through the yes. floorboards. <laughs> uh, you could bear testimony to that too. Yeah, sure. uh, um, you know, and uh, I just think we had some quality people, you know, with the with our doctors and, you know, people like uh, Ron McIntosh and oh, yeah. I suppose you remember Jack Castles, oh, uh, Orb Devlin, all, yeah. Yeah, all these sorts of people, Judy Francis, and they made made the place and, you know, uh, um, good good conditions and, um, you know, A1 facilities don't make any difference. It's, a, you know, I reckon desire is the greatest motivating force there is if you really want something badly enough, you can achieve it. And I reckon all the sides that I coached at North Melbourne, we never had anything fancy, but didn't worry me in the slightest, nor did it worry Kerry or Archer or Stevens or any of those mm. people. Um, you know, the conditions that we uh, trained and uh, were housed in. Dennis Pagan, our guest. Dennis, I don't know how closely you, you say follow North Melbourne or, or the footy in general, but Lighty said he, he reckons they're cherry ripe to take it on. Now, Clarko's the, the favourite to get that role. But he sees a lot of uh, good youth in there with their with their draft picks, and uh, I suppose you can't go any lower. So if you're going to take on a young team, it's not a bad team to get. No, I think there's some of the some of the uh, late development. You know, I've got a Davies Uniac. He's turned into a yep. absolute gun midfielder now. He's he's getting 30, 30 plus positions each week. Simpkins very good. Um, got some other good kids. Larky, if he can uh, <coughs> um, get some support, a couple of other uh, Kelvin. Uh, Callum Jones, I like his style, and I just think they've got it. They all they need to do, <coughs> excuse me, get a, um, you know, perhaps a few uh, tried players. I think back in '96, uh, we were lucky to get a Mark Roberts or uh, Robert Scott or uh, a Peter Bell and Alex Oshenko. You get a couple of players like that, you get some good young kids coming in. They can turn around pretty quickly. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I reckon they're cherry right, Dennis. You know, they've got yeah, a good. You might be right. They've got a good, great keen defender. Zerhar and Larky are really good up forward. Yeah, just, they only oh, need to be quite right. Yeah, just a couple more. Wouldn't take much more. And they're going to get another two or three early in the pick again. And a pick is never the problem. It's how many you get in the top 20 or 30. That's You need quantity to get there. Hey, Dennis, just changing tack a little bit. Johnny, get angry. We spoke to you last time with a derby win. And what, what a great thrill it must have been for you and everyone around. How's Johnny, get angry going? And, and have you got any other horses in vogue? Because... Uh, we're just a bit light on at the moment, David and I. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll t- before I tell you about Johnny, I'll tell you one thing about punting. Phil and his money is easily separated. Now, we've had nothing but troubles with uh, Johnny since he won the derby. Um, he's had throat surgery. He's had uh, um, all sorts of injuries, broken ribs. And we, well, I ran him last year in the spring carnival, and he just wasn't right. And I find out after he's got all these immaturity issues. So, giving him a nice... Uh, spell. His track work's been excellent. Um, he had a little infection and put him back 10 days but I'm going to gallop him tomorrow morning and I'll trial him on Friday morning with a, with a view to running at Caulfield the, f- the following week and I just reckon he's showing some of his three-year-old uh-huh. um, capabilities but you know, it's a tough caper. Yep. You know, you think footy's tough, racing's tough 
Um, yeah, and uh, you know, I've got I've got I've got eight horses. Oh, wow. Um, all all of them are. Uh, and I don't want to train for outsiders. I just I'm just happy doing what I do. Um, but they're all uh, staying three year old types, and you know they're just turned three. Probably my time's probably going to come in the autumn, and uh, um, I hope they're mature and uh, got enough uh, under their belt to say, well, I can I can compete now. So. Uh, good on you. Good luck. Yeah, if, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Yeah. Um, there's sort of words of our old boxing coach Jack King oh. ringing my every time I think about that. But anyway, um, I really enjoy it and keeps me on my toes. Yeah. So, so what time do you get up in the morning? Just let us know. I mean, the football's a bit different these days, Dennis. But you, you'd be up early, yeah. wouldn't you? Well, you know what? I put the alarm on every night. Never once since I've been doing this for the last perhaps three years have been woken up by the alarm. I wake up every uh, half an hour looking at the alarm if it's ready to go off. The sleep patterns, the sleep patterns, are terrible. I go to bed about uh, eight, half past eight. Um, usually out of bed by four o'clock. Quick shower. I've uh, got time for a coffee. I'll have one and then um, just down the down the road a little bit far from the track. And uh, you know you're there for probably three or four hours, and I'm probably home by you know quarter to eight, eight o'clock. You said you like to do different things, real estate too. We've seen boom in the last couple of years, amazing since the pandemic. You might have to give us a tip of things cooling down a bit. The interest rates are going up. What's your thoughts? Well, I reckon uh, I just sold a place on the weekend and before the campaign started, I thought I'd probably get 2-2 two, two for it. Um, auction day, the day before, I said, oh, you probably get 2 now. Got 2-1. I just think with the negativity with clearance rates and the discussion in the media with the um, interest rates and that sort of stuff it's probably just knocked at a fraction um, mm. but I just reckon any property that's prepared um, uh, for sale and it's, and it's A1 no issues at all will still bring a good price um, I think I think we're at the stage where no one else is going to buy anyone else's rubbish um, and I think the price will perhaps uh, uh, drop in those sorts of properties, but the top end properties, the good ones, maybe yeah. they'll you know stabilise a little bit, but you'll still get good money from. Dennis, last week we spoke to one of my favourite North Melbourne players playing at the moment. He's played 294 games now. Todd Goldstein. I mean, you, you'd know him. You've seen him operate and all that sort of stuff. He's just yeah. a wonderful, wonderful servant. And North Melbourne's had a lot of those, haven't they? Though I mean, I know most clubs have, but some blokes just stick at North Melbourne, don't they? Well, look, you know what? I think at the start of the year, the, the, uh, they were trying to push him out, I think, and he started on the bench once or, t- uh, or twice, and I found that very disappointing, but it's all changed a bit now. He seems to have come back into favour with the young coach. I tell you who he reminds me of. Um, I know one was he, uh, Todd's a left footer, but Peter Carey who played over there in SA. He just kept wandering around the ground, um, <laughs> contesting right. and doing yeah. his rug work. Yeah. I reckon Todd Goldstein can do the yeah. same thing for another couple of years. He's never had any knee injuries or ankle industry, injuries, and I just reckon the club have, you know, got to put their arm around him and tell him we really, we really want you, and uh, I think he can play a really important role and. If he played, what is it? I don't think he's probably 34 now. He is, if yep. he played, I think uh, there's no reason why he couldn't play for another couple of years if he doesn't get injured. Um, I, I just He's a quality bloke, and I just just like the way he goes about his football. He's reliable, and he never comes off the ground, which is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing for a ruckman. He just goes all day. He put, uh, put it down the throat of Davies Unick a few times last week too. Hey, Dennis, do you, what do you think of 
the modern game at the moment. It has changed a lot, even the last last ten years, and it's played in almost an eighty meter zone, eighty to ninety meters. Um, how do you see the game of footy? You know, people. It's, I'm, I'm sort of a. Sometimes I'm amazed by people saying the modern game, and I, I try to think to myself, when the modern game start? Was it last week? Was it last month? Or yeah, last year? Did. Five yeah. years ago? Yeah. Look, my, most important principle in football is to win the ball. Everything else stems from that. If you had a look, look at that uh, Melbourne, uh, who was it? Uh, Melbourne game. Uh, Carlton. Uh, yeah. Carlton. Yeah. You know, it was, it was like a final. It was frenetic. Uh, you know, they, they played on. And you have a look at those sides. Who, who who want to deny the opposition possession and hang on to the ball and you know won't play on or won't take ground? They kick seven or eight goals and I wonder why they they have no success. I just reckon if you if you play a, a bit faster, um, play on from marks and freeze in the midfield, you've got a chance of kicking fourteen or, or fifteen goals. If you don't, you're going to be kicking eights and nines, and it doesn't take much for an opposition side to uh, beat you. Sure, you'll make some blues in the corridor and they'll rebound occasionally. But uh, I just reckon those sides, I just like watching Melbourne play. I like watching uh, um, uh, Carlton play when they're hot, Brisbane when they're hot. And if and they play inside and they go quickly, it's a much more exciting brand and you've got a, you've yeah. got a chance to score quickly. Good, Dennis, I'm on the same page. I think most of us are. Must be our vintage or, or younger, I guess. But 15 goals, you know, I've looked at the stat. In the last 10 years, the average winning score in the grand final is 15 goals. So, so as yeah. you've just said, if you're not trying to kick 15 goals, you're not going to win anything. You, believe me, you're, you're not. You're 100% right. Yeah. You know, I reckon Rossi Lyon is a super coach. Um, I really do. It's really based on defence. He's been in four grand finals and for 32 goals t- total, average mm. eight. Very hard to win them if you don't kick, uh, as you said, 15 goals. When I was coaching, I was always aiming for uh, four goals a quarter. Absolutely, yeah. I did coach a team that kicked 22 one day and got beat. That was uh, that, was, <laughs> that was hellish. Well, that can happen. Yeah, hellishly sad. Yeah, you on. both coached a couple of uh, premierships. The thrills when the siren sounds is it relief, joy, ecstasy? How would you describe it, Dennis? I uh, know it's a long while ago, but you, you'd remember those uh, the feelings. It's a funny feeling. I, I'm, I'm completely different than a lot. Um, I, I always thought of a song, Peggy Lee. Uh, I uh, used to sing, is that all there is? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it come to a full stop pretty quickly. I suppose it's only now that I sort of dwell and go backwards. I didn't go uh, backwards much in life. I was always moving on to the next thing. And I, I was always under the, under the apprehension that, you know, if someone was sitting up in the grandstand plotting against you. So unless you got back on your bike and started pedalling hard, uh, someone was going to catch you with your, your trousers down. So, you know, I didn't sort of dwell much. Sure, it's a... That week after a grand final, you can go and have a few beers with the boys and it's really good. But after, I've probably had enough by Wednesday or Thursday where they go on for a couple of weeks and you see some sides who win a premiership and seem to celebrate the Christmas and, you know, they don't play well the next year. It, it's it's different uh, uh, different strokes for different folks, but I always make sure I get our blokes back on track and forget about it because the next uh, conquest is in front of you. If it get quickly, does 97 still hurt a bit? No, come on. <laughs> we don't have to bring that up. <laughs> i tell you what, it doesn't matter 97, 98, does. I think you've a good nightmare. Uh, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, sorry, yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, you got... I'm a bit Darren Jarman now. He had to five goals. Yeah, but you got to 99 and did it again, Dave, Dennis. Yeah. So that's... I mean, it's all square there, isn't it? It's all... Well, it is. We would... Yeah. We, we weren't the best side in 99. We won it. Yeah. 
I thought, you know, winning 11 games coming into the grand, I thought we were the best side in 98, but we weren't the best side on the day. Yeah. You blokes uh, give us a uh, give us a hide, Malcolm. <sighs> good Fantastic. days. Yeah, Malcolm's got a big smile on his face. Dennis, great to catch up with you as always. Um, yeah, keep up the good work with the training and the real estate, and like you say, you keep moving forward, not looking back. Really appreciate your time. No worries, David. Thanks for the chat. All the best, Bloody. Catch up soon, mate. Thanks, Dennis. See you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, well, it's interesting some stuff there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, just, um, what was that song? Is that all there is? Is that all there is, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, actually, people talk about it was a relief. No, it wasn't. I was bloody excited. I mean, I was really happy. You know, your chest fills up. But you'd had three losing grand finals. Dennis hadn't, had he? No. He'd gone straight into the... It, but he'd lost four or five preliminary finals. Prelims, yeah. Yeah, yeah great yeah. coaches. Um, yeah. Of course, you two were the, the two coaches in 98. Unbelievable. Yes, it was. Yeah, and uh, DJ Armand, I think, kicked a few goals on, on Archer, too. For expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. Now, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, a Beaumont Tolls wants to help you out. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day SA for weeks. Weeks homes discover different. An AFL weekend talking points with Sam Fantasia. Thanks to Polaris. They're Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, and that's 21 years in a row. Good day, Sam. Um, what do you got for us on the weekend? Hang on, we'll just put you on there. There I've we got go. A, I've got a microphone that's on, which is lovely. Friday night, St Kilda lost to the Lions 66-81. to 81. The tag on Lockie Neal, Max King's goal kicking, and Cam Rayner was good with four goals. Great little summary. The tag. The tag. Why they don't do it every week for those great players. He still played it right, though, didn't he, Lockie? Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah, he, he, he tried to run through it. Yeah. But the lad did a, yeah, did a pretty good job on him, yeah. 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 Well done to Brisbane. Uh, what do you think of uh, Chris Fagan post-game saying as well, don't do that, don't hold him back sort of thing? Because now all the clubs are going to start doing that to Lockie Neal. You, you can't hold. Yeah. You can actually got and block and, yeah. I mean, just do the normal footy stuff. He's had like a couple. playing on someone. Mm, done like when you, know, when you play full forward and half forward, you yeah. always got someone on you? Got an opponent. Hello. Uh, Western Bulldogs defeated GWS 62-57. to was chatting to you off air before. We kind of forgot about this rivalry, didn't we? Well, that game was going when we called the Crows game, I think, at the same time, and I, I couldn't believe the score. I thought the Bullies are a far better side. Yeah. Giants, nothing to play for, but I think we've overestimated Western Bulldogs. Something's not so, quite yeah, right there. Yeah, it's not, is it? No, it, I, no I'd, I'd have to agree. Their form's been very patchy. Yeah, they just got home. They did kick one goal six in the last quarter. To keep it. See how low the scores were yeah. over the roof? No, yeah. yeah. Incredible. That was, uh, Giants were playing a kick mark sort of style, keepings off sort of. Little short, yeah, 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 possession exactly. game. Uh, the Crows versus the Giants. Versus, uh, I've written North Crows Melbourne. versus the Giants, but it's Crows versus North Melbourne, 103 to 74. The scoreboard was probably, probably flattering a little bit to the Crows last quarter. Uh, North ran out of legs. Darcy Fogarty's last quarters have been great. Uh, your boy, LDU, Malcolm MJB. Yeah, three votes, wasn't he? He was beautiful. And I told you, Simkin, uh, North Melbourne, there's something there. If Clarkson takes them over, we've talked about that. I, I think he's got something to work with in the next two or three. They'll get a couple of extra good picks this year, get someone from another club somewhere, and they're in business. Yeah, Crows had a lot down, and um, North Melbourne, I thought, put up a really good fight. They were a couple of soldiers down at the end, but... Uh, wasn't a bad game, having said that. Mm. Quite a few goals scored, and uh, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought the Crows liked a bit of their pressure around the contest. Um, yeah, but... Dawson, big hit, Dawson and Zeebel. God, mm. oh, that was a big hit. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Zeebel came off second. He best. did, and I'm thinking, gee, Dawson. Actually, Dawson never pulled out either. 
He's made a granite, Dawson, isn't he? Yeah. He's a good player, isn't yeah. he? Isn't he a great He hurt himself, yeah, but he did too, oh, yeah. Siebel, yeah. Siebel did the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, Gold Coast lost to the Cats in no surprises, 59 to 119. Minor premiers secured for the Cats. Uh, how did they approach round 23 versus the Eagles? Because they got the bye the week after as well. Yeah, no, they, they've had they've rested a couple. We know that yeah. they've rested Dangerfield, they've rested Selwood, Pick your they've best side this week. Yeah, Duncan, those sort of blokes, they've all been rested. So I think, yeah, I reckon you're right. They'll have a good hit out this week and then hopefully butter up the week after that. They've been outstanding. I mean, I, I did not see this coming. No. I think got 10 or 12 players over 30 and he's managed them. They've had a good run of injuries and he's, he's done a great job, uh, Chris Scott. Well done. Uh, the Demons versus the Blues. You thought, you know, a minute left, the Blues all good. Oh, they stuffed it up. They stuffed it up. They were two possessions mm-hmm. away from winning that game. If they right. could have held the ball for two more and they couldn't, um, that's footy. I mean, yeah, it's only a couple of points in it, but uh, they've been on the end of a couple of losses the other way, Melbourne, so they'll be happy with that. They're not absolutely flying, Melbourne, are they? No. I mean, they still win, loss, the, win, loss, win, yeah, loss. Yeah, I mean, Cripps played, but the other two, Hewitt and uh, the, yeah. the Kennedy, I mean, they're out. Move Doherty to the middle. It yeah, worked, worked it worked, well. worked, worked okay. But they're still a couple of good the midfielders. Forward lines now. are worry, I think, Melbourne, if Ben Brown's yeah. not. Yeah. A centre forward full foot. Milksham actually was the one that yeah, played goal, well. Played full, full, yeah. But no, that, that's where Geelong perhaps have got a slight edge at the moment on Melbourne. Uh, Fremantle defeated West Coast 71 to 47 in the Derby or the Derby or however you mm. want to say it. Uh, played in tough conditions, yeah. low scoring game. Um, yeah. Nelson did a pretty good job on Brayshaw. Once again, tag. Tag the better player, Bloody, and look what happens. So, I don't yeah. know. They said they can't do it. Of course you can do it. I'd, I would. Oh, you can waste one player it, to take out a good player. Waste. I don't mean this in, in the way I'm going to say it, but waste an average one on yeah, a good one. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. an average one can do a good, good job, job on a good one. Exactly right. Uh, Sean Darcy was massive, massive, as was Tom Barras on his job on Rory Lobb before he was subbed out. Is Barras the best Mark in defence in the comp. He doesn't drop him when he puts his hands on him. No, and he goes good. to the mark a lot yeah. more than the... At a quiet start to the year, I looked at him early and I thought, is he going or not going? But, gee, he's finished off. Yeah, good strong. player. Yeah. Good player. The Tigers, 128, defeated Hawthorne. Tom Lynch kicked eight. Sicily was in the midfield. was interesting. He had 18 first-half disposals. Morris Rioli Jr. was everywhere. And Lynch. And Tom yeah, Lynch. Lynch, eight goals, yeah. Wow. Yep. I picked what him for the eight. Say? I had him in my eight at the start of the year, so what I'm more happy can you they, say? they might just fall a bit short then. To go further, need Dustin Martin, I think, come finals time. But why well, you got Lynch there and uh, Shy Bolton, Shy Bolton, and uh, and the midfield Presti is in good nick yeah, too. Good so play. yeah, they're playing well. Uh, Swans defeated the Pies seventy-seven to fifty. We said this Pies couldn't keep getting away with it, and they couldn't. And they couldn't. They couldn't. And they didn't. They didn't. Uh, watching the SCG on TV is a bit tough. The camera angles are awful. Just, yeah, just too a tight. Couple of, or... A couple of cameras short, are they? Yeah, I don't know what's going it, on. Yeah, it's awful. They had their forty-year reunion. Um, uh, from 1982. Because yeah, I played in that game. When, when Did you? Rebirth, yeah. God, is anything you haven't done? Oh, no, even, just... even opposition yellow was yeah, there. No, no. We, we used to fly up on the Sunday because they all played Sunday games in those days. So yeah. people used to watch the Swans yeah. every Sunday. And Big Barry Round, not too well too, the, oh, the big fella. Great man. Wonderful player. Yeah, great man. Big man, but uh, he's, he's got a few health issues. And you boys spoke plenty about this. Essendon, 62, lost to Port Adelaide, 146. And... Worst... Performance I've seen all year. Essendon started favourite. Um, bloody sucked me into picking him last week. <laughs> nine out of nine. But, nine out of nine again. But they were witches hats yesterday, and uh, I'm still not convinced Ben Rutten is safe. I know they came out today, the club, and said at the moment he's the coach, but that was horrible. Well, we talked about it earlier. The president's gone, of course. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a whole new set of circumstances that the Bombers. And we'll quickly go on to the Sandfall. You've got a credit line there for me, David? I have. 
Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Car of the Year. Well done. Friday night's 49. The Red Legs defeated the Bays 42. Is that nine in the? How many one on the road? No, lots. Yeah, Eight lots. or nine. Yeah. Just the tigers are just wobbling. They started but, really well. Can we say gone? Oh, no. Can, can if you like, but okay. probably not. Uh, West Adelaide gave the Roosters a scare. Yeah, sixty-seven to seventy-three. Yeah, you're wow. Mob, your mob had, fell in. Had they won, I've been very, very embarrassed. <laughs> but we we g'd West, up. Westy's West's form's been good the last month. Hasn't yeah, it? It has. Yeah. They've won a couple. And, yep. Yeah, run some teams. Uh, the Bulldogs lost fifty-eight to one hundred and thirteen. The Crows. Yeah, well, Crows got no most hands on yeah, deck. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty strong side at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Forty-three to thirty-six. The Eagles kept their season alive oh. with a win over Sturt. Jesus, low scores, wasn't it? Unbelievable. And a nice comeback from South Adelaide to beat Port Adelaide sixty-nine to sixty. Uh, games this week: West Adelaide versus Norwood, Sturt versus North Adelaide. That'll be important. South versus the Eagles. That'll be important mm. for the Eagles. Glenelg versus Central and Port versus Adelaide. Good stuff, Sam. Sam Fantasia there. Bloody, that's it for us. Uh, have a good night tonight. Get home and have a nice meal and a, just one glass of red. I'll do the same thing myself. Good on you, David. And uh, your golf was okay. You won the money without playing brilliantly. Br- that. No. That's a typical Malcolm Blight can do it <laughs> either way. Uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow between six and seven. Bye for now. Bye, David. Sports Day for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.